When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, Bitcoin price dips below $40,000 as Wall Street Open spells pain for the Bitcoin bulls. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And as Bob Lucas shares here, Bitcoin remains highly correlated to risk assets. It too remains in a confirmed downtrend. Day 25 heading into the half cycle low. It has a new cycle low scheduled around March 24th. Same as stocks. It's on a clear path. Bulls are the ones who need to change that. And as Rec Capital shares, Bitcoin wasn't able to reclaim the two bull market EMAs, therefore failing to break into the upper half of the macro range. Bitcoin will continue to occupy the lower half of the macro range until further notice. And this just in breaking news, bipartisan Illinois bill to offer $160 million in tax breaks the Bitcoin miners. And more breaking news just in, $1 billion Miami-based brokerage, Avenue Securities, to offer Bitcoin trading next month. Let's go. And as Max Kaiser shares here, Bitcoin is the official currency of global insurrection against banker occupation, defund tyranny by Bitcoin. Also in today's show, Canada chokes crypto supply, freezing $20 million in Bitcoin donated to the truckers as the tyranny continues. Remember a couple of years ago when they said, just until we flatten the curve, we'll now check it. Two years later, you have the Canadian authorities on horseback literally trampling over their citizens. The saddest thing I've ever seen. Also in today's show, Russia looking at $13 billion in tax collections if this crypto bill is approved. That's right. Russia is making a headway in finalizing its crypto bill with the Ministry of finance seeking the assistance of the public and improving the regulation of digital assets by the middle of next month and quoting the minister of finance of the russian federation bitcoin is a real tool a real asset for millions and as max kaiser shares here game theory kicks in as russia gets closer tatting bitcoin to its balance sheet game on also in today's show here's the worst case scenario for bitcoin and the crypto markets according to crypto analysts Nicholas Merton. That's right. He says that Bitcoin prices could fall back even lower, possibly another 25% from the current levels in a worst case scenario, which would take the Bitcoin price action to around that $30,000 mark. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and all the major alts are currently correcting and in the red. But where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. 
Crypto.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, Crypto Fam? Holla at your boy in the live chat. Now, Bitcoin fell through $40,000 as Wall Street opened on February 18th with analysts watching the lower levels. And here on February 19th, we're still below that $40,000 mark. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and Trading View showed Bitcoin teasing a $40,000 breakdown throughout yesterday, February 18th, with several attempts seeing bounces higher before the level finally gave way. And at this time, we're still trading just below that $40,000 mark. The situation was still unclear with 24-hour losses for the pair approaching 5% and volatility heightened. Now, the last time the Bitcoin traded below that $40,000 mark was on February 4th, making current levels a two-week low. Now, correlation to stocks themselves rattled by the Fed and geopolitical tensions remained in focus. As Bob Lucas shares here, Bitcoin remains highly correlated to risk assets. It too remains in a confirmed downtrend. Day 25, heading into the half-cycle low. It has a new cycle low scheduled around March 24th, same as stocks. It's on a clear path. Bulls are the ones who need to change that. That's right. Now, popular trader and analyst Rack Capital, meanwhile, noted that February's strength has still failed to see Bitcoin reclaim two key exponential moving averages he had previously argued to be essential for an attack on all-time highs. In the future, checking out his recent tweet here, Bitcoin wasn't able to reclaim the two bull market EMAs, therefore failing to break into the upper half of the macro range. Bitcoin will continue to occupy the lower half of the macro range until further notice. And you can see in the red, the macro range high, which is about from 60 to 65,000. And then in the green, you can see the macro range low, which is from about 29,000 to 35,000. Now, I also want to check out his other previous tweet right here. Bitcoin has occupied the lower half of the 28 to $68,000 macro range. Since losing the mid range as support, Bitcoin will stay below 43 to 48,000 until Bitcoin is able to reclaim these two EMAs to confirm a return into the upper half of the range. So there you have it. Now let's discuss the altcoin market, which always takes a big hit when the Bitcoin price drops. Losses were equally mounting among alts on the Wall Street Open, with some of the top 10 cryptos by market cap losing 8% or even higher. Even Ethereum is back below $2,800, and all of the top cryptos within the top 100 are virtually in the red and bleeding. And as Max Kaiser shares here, Bitcoin is the official currency of the global insurrection against banker occupation, which is a term he coined. He says the fun tyranny by Bitcoin. That's right. And quoting him here, this is a throwback quote from about 2015. The comparison of Bitcoin to DNA is a good comparison. The entire code of a human being is replicated in all their DNA. So too with Bitcoin technology and that you're repeating this data again and again and again. And that's what gives it its veracity. That's what makes it immutable. That's what makes it distributed. And that's what makes it trusted. And he also shares here, finally, the global enemies of Bitcoin will try to jack up the price of gold. Number one, this hastens the US dollar collapse. And number two, Bitcoin 2022 target of $220,000 in play. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Max Kaiser that we can still see a $220,000 Bitcoin price before the end of the year. And before I break down next story of the day, Canada chokes crypto supply, freezing $20 million in Bitcoin donated to truckers as the tyranny continues. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As we can see, Everything correcting and in the red with Bitcoin down almost 2% for the day, trading just above $39,700. BTFD alert by that freaking dip. We have Ether down 6.6%, trading just above $2,700. Solana down 5%, trading at 89 bucks. Polkadot down about 5%, trading at $17.42. And XRP down 1%, trading at 77 cents. But all right, now let's break down. Our next story of the day, as Canada starts to clamp down on the crypto supply, flowing into the Freedom Convoy's coffers, protest leaders and truckers now face a harsh reality 
on the ground. Faced with the turmoil caused by massive protests, roadblocks, and other acts of resistance in Canada's capital city, an outraged group of Ottawa locals has filed a class action lawsuit against the organizers of the protest movement. The convoy began when a group of truckers drove from the west coast of Canada to Ottawa to protest mandatory BS vax mandates for truck drivers. Truckers shut down the bridges and border crossings, costing the Canadian government more than a half a million dollars in daily trade with the United States. Ottawa residents claim that the protests have affected their livelihood and way of life. Thus, the solution is to seek the court's help for some sort of remuneration for the damage it has caused. And according to the estimates, the demonstrators were able to pump up their crypto supply to roughly $10 million on a GoFundMe campaign before the fundraising platform removed the page. And since then, fundraising has become more innovative, with protesters increasingly using Bitcoin to further their cause. I love what Pompliano shares here. Wow, China is freezing dissidents' bank accounts and threatening citizens who express their freedom of speech. Oh, wait, sorry. It's Canada, not China. Canada. Now, Ottawans are suing for up to $20 million of the total amount raised and donations globally to be divided by the city residents. The Canadian government is currently engaged in a continuous campaign to seize the funds of protesters. Now, redistribution would also take place only if the lawsuit filed against the convoy organizers is successful. Now, Judge Callum McLeod of the Ontario Superior Court of Justice signed a Mariva injunction on Friday, freezing crypto assets at over 120 different addresses associated with Bitcoin, Cardano, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Monero. Now, Binance Smart Chain, BitBuy, Bull Bitcoin, TallyCoin, ShakePay, Satoshi Portal, Nunchuck, and PancakeSwap are among the digital asset platforms and exchanges. Now, similarly, Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland told journalists on Friday that the Royal Canadian Mounted Police had also ordered crypto exchanges to freeze specific addresses. That's why it's so important right now if you have your crypto just sitting on an exchange, move it off the exchange and put it into a private wallet such as a cold storage device such as a Trezor or Ledger Nano. Now, McLeod directed that banks, crypto exchanges, money remittance businesses, fundraising platforms or websites, and hodlers of any crypto wallets immediately halt all transactions in connection with the convoys, accounts, and e-wallets. Now, in Canada and Britain, an injunction is a court order that freezes the defendant's assets to prevent them from being hidden, spent, or transferred prior to a ruling being rendered, which ultimately means you are guilty until proven innocent. And additionally, the Mariva order provides that defendants who violate it may be placed in contempt of court and suffer jail time, fines, or asset forfeiture. And Keith Wilson, a legal counsel for the convoy leaders, confirmed through an email on Friday they had not been served with the order or accompanying court paper. Now the battle continues despite the stronger government response. Demonstrators vow to keep their battle until the Canadian government eases all the pandemic restrictions. Now, meanwhile, the movement has escalated into a massive anti-government and anti-Trudeau uprising with many protesters advocating for a continuous campaign of opposition until the prime minister resigns. The Canadian prime minister, Justin Trudeau, the dictator himself, made history on Tuesday by invoking the Emergencies Act for the first time, granting law enforcement agencies additional power in an attempt to put an end to the upheaval. Now, this picture says a thousand words. Remember a few years back when they just said, just until we flatten the curve, well, now it's over two years have transpired, and now you you have their authorities of Canada on horseback literally stampeding over their citizens. It's disgusting. It's a disgrace. It's an atrocity. So what are we going to do about it? That's why Bitcoin hodl 
colors. It's important to stick together and support this freedom movement. And before I break down next story of the day, Russia looking at $13 billion in tax collections if this crypto bill is approved. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Sitting just above $1.8 trillion with $70 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 41.9% with the Ether dominance at 18 0.3%. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Russia is making a headway in finalizing its crypto bill with the Ministry of Finance seeking the assistance of the public in improving the regulation of digital assets by the middle of next month. A prior notice the ministry calls on digital currency will expound on a public consultation to do the following. Number one, set regulatory rules for the cryptocurrency bill. And number two, peak interest from businesses, corporations, citizens, and legal entities. Now the second notice states that the consultation may entail another one one of the necessary amendments of certain federal laws in connection to digital currency. And at this current time, the draft of the bill is not yet made public, but still Russian finance minister Anton expects to complete the public consultations for the crypto bill by March 18th, which means it is less than a month away. Let's go. A ministry spokesperson said it may also be released after a couple of weeks. The public discussion procedure takes place in several stages. We are currently at the initial stage of informing about the beginning of the development. Now, the Bank of Russia had previously opposed cryptocurrency trading and mining because of the alleged risk it posed to financial stability. That's right. It puts the central bankers out of business. It is what it is. But with the finance minister firm with its implementation, Russia's president, Vladimir Putin, has called on the public to find a consensus on the matter. He knows if they don't regulate it, they're going to miss out big time. And they know what this means for their country. And it's kind of sad that the United States is clearly being left behind. Now, banning crypto is as impossible as banning the internet. And Russia said Salunovov at the ministry briefing with the central bank last Wednesday, rather than prohibiting it, he suggested regulating the already existing digital token industry so that the government can monitor the market while enabling it to contribute to the country's capital growth. Now, Russia has a lot to gain from crypto taxes from the realized gains on the amount of deposited and withdrawn fiat assets and analysts project that the country may collect more than $13 billion from tax payments in the crypto market as stated in a government document. Now, economists also elaborated that taxes in the crypto industry can be collected in two forms as levies on legal entities like exchanges and service providers or as taxes on investments. They're setting their sights on receiving from 90 to 180 billion ruples a year from legal and licensed crypto trading platforms alone and around 606 billion ruples from income taxes. Now, currently, there is a rough estimate that the Russians own over 16.5 trillion ruples in cryptocurrency, around $215 billion, according to a Bloomberg report. Now, Russia holds about 12% of the global crypto economy, but its potential to grow with the legalization of the industry is endless. And I feel Vladimir Putin obviously recognizes this and quoting the Minister of Finance of the Russian Federation, Bitcoin is a real tool, a real asset for millions. And quoting Max Kaiser here, game theory kicks in as Russia gets closer to adding Bitcoin to its balance sheet, which he has been predicting for a very long time. And quoting U.S. Senator Cynthia Lemus, the Fed should hold Bitcoin on its balance sheet. That's right. Or forever hold your peace and get left behind. It is what it is. So let's go mass adoption as the game theory continues to kick in around the world. And before I break down our final story of the day, and I share the worst case scenario for the Bitcoin price action in crypto markets, according to crypto analyst Nicholas Merton. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going
going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,000 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, now live at Merch. CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Also, the daily letter, which goes out to over 30,000 subscribers every single day. To subscribe, visit letter.CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Also, the blog I update daily, which can be found at CryptoNewsYes.com. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, including weekends just like this, and help support the channel. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. One popular crypto analyst has an optimistic view on the future price action of Bitcoin, despite the King Crypto's most recent market dip and a new YouTube video update. Data Dash host Nicholas Merton tells his 510,000 subscribers that the headlines are not the whole story for Bitcoin's latest downturn. Quoting him here, What's dragging down Bitcoin's price here in regards to the market? Well, first off, let's just go ahead and accept that even though there are some headline reasons, it is a matter of people selling their Bitcoin on the market. It doesn't always have to do with the headlines, the news events. It can be people doing short-term trades or whales playing their games and driving the price one way or another. Merton then says that the Bitcoin price could fall back even lower, potentially another 25% from the current levels in a worst case scenario. As he shares right here, we've really got a chance here. And I'll say it more than I think most people will, that we might have gotten it wrong here and prices might roll back down to this range around $30,000. I think that's the worst case scenario here for crypto. And when we come back down to this consolidation range, kind of like we did back in June of 2021, even though we recently had a more heightened breakout in prices. Now, even if Bitcoin does drop to that $30,000 range, Merton says that investors should do anything but panic and sell their assets. That's right, HODL, hold on for dear life, quoting him here. I'm going to go ahead and make something very clear here. No matter whatever or not we get that pullback down to the $30,000 range or the thirty dollars to $35,000 range, or if I'm wrong about that and we just continue to break out here, we see an imminent rally in the market. No matter how it plays out, this is not some kind of reason to go out and sell your crypto. I think that's the thing that's been on everyone's mind. It's been on the minds of many people because there just hasn't been that kind of surge. I think we got a little bit spoiled. We got sugar-coated from the January 2021 rally going into March and April where Dogecoin was going to the moon and everything was going up. Everything was so exciting and grand and awesome. Nothing could go wrong. Crypto was in the spotlight and now everyone is worried about the Fed saying all of these things. The geopolitical conflicts and equity markets are pulling back. Everyone can give you different perspectives, but one of the best things you can do is historical analysis when it comes to crypto and see whether or not we're at a typical drawdown range and where it's time to still look for more downside or if we're at a potential buy opportunity or at a potential hodling out period. Now you've got three different sentiments. You've got buying, selling, and sometimes just hodling it out, waiting, not doing anything, not panicking, whether it be panic buying or panic selling, and definitely not trading with leverage or doing silly stuff when the market is really inconsistent like this. Sometimes it's just best to hold it out, give it some time, and most importantly, set your expectations to be level-headed. I love this advice because all Bitcoin hodlers of four years plus are in profit 100% of them, which means Bitcoin wins over the long haul. And Bitcoin is a long-term strategy. It's not a short-term thing. So if you hold for the long-term, you're guaranteed to win just like the rest of the hodlers. Now, whether Bitcoin continues to fall or not, the Data Dash host says the general trend is still upwards, quoting him here. My biggest point I want to drive to you guys is to follow the general chart here. We believe that by sometime going into April and May, that's when we could start to revisit the all-time highs. It might be that we continue to chop here sideways for a little while. We play catch-up in the near term. But again, 
when we talk about the idea that we can see a breakout, we're focusing on going into the next preceding weeks and months. We believe that Bitcoin is going to have that setup where it can start to charter higher, but at the same time, it may take a little longer than we predicted. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts and to watch the entire video breakdown with Nicholas Merton, check the show notes below the video in the description. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Ecoin wrote, Aloha Friday JV. Hope you have a good weekend, bruh. I'll be tuning out of the markets this weekend and taking a break from the charts, but I'll still catch my daily fill of crypto news alerts. Aloha and happy Freedom Friday, fam. Have a blessed weekend and thanks for your continued support. Hodl. Our next featured comment comes from Caden Anthony, who wrote, love the show. I watch every day. Would love to see you on Around the Blockchain. Send it. Greatly appreciate your support and suggestion, fam. Thanks so much for tuning in. One love. And our third and final featured comment comes from Pokemon who wrote, Hi JV, enjoyed your show full of information and your intelligent insights. Right now I am unsure as to where Bitcoin is heading. All I know is if you hodl by the freaking dip in the long run, you will be quids in. I tell my son to stop looking at the price action, but look at the long-term view and the hash rate. These are far better guides than price. Couldn't agree more. Glad you enjoyed it, fam. 100% accurate, bro. All long-term Bitcoin hodlers are in profit. All we need to do is sit back, stack sats, and chill. The future is looking bright for Bitcoiners. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.